Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. So we have Miss Shonda McNeil out here. Um, Shonda, uh, she had me on her podcast, uh, Intentionally Disruptive Podcast. Yeah. Super awesome podcast, actually, by the way. Yeah. Um, and me. Yeah. Remember? I had both of you. But yeah, that was it, super fun. I, I was your in, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> true. We're like, well, we had Mr. Bill that got to get his yeah. wife on. I, I gave Sean 20 bucks. I was like, can you please just like, you don't have this to like, make her feel it. so good. <laughs> the thing is, I whenever I was introduced to Mr. Bill it, I was like, I, I ended up, you know, stumbling upon your Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, we just finished up our podcast studio. That kind of seems like her, her type of design. Mm-hmm. So I, I obviously, I begged him to get you on. So that's mm-hmm. kind of really the it, real story was, behind it. I was so they used you to get to me, kind so of. So that's sort of. how it worked. I think that's, I think that's how it worked, yeah. Irina was like, how are they? I was like, they're great. She's like, okay, fine, I'll go yeah. on. And that was my first podcast, actually. Oh, I'd really? Ever been on. Yeah. Oh, you did, you did so well. And she was, was really so nervous. harsh on herself after the podcast. No, it was so good. And and the whole reason, you know, that I wanted you on, we had some girls in the office that, um, that followed both of you. And we were doing an influencer series. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of want to know that the nitty gritty behind the influencer type thing, because, mm-hmm. you know, you guys have a ton of it's followers to too. and yeah. And just the, just the experience of building your career and your life around being an influencer. So I was just glad to have you guys on. Well, yeah, you're in the influencer really space now too. You're an influencer. I mean, I, I guess I've been an influencer. Um, I, I've never labeled myself that, but um, for, I don't know, the last 22, 23 years, I kind of, right. um, you know, I was kind of in that beginning phase of uh, when the influencer term started, I guess, and not even realizing that I was. But, you know, my career started in radio, morning radio. So, um, you know, I, I got into radio when I was 15 years old. And, um, worked in, uh, was that like a uh, school radio. Is that a 15 word? Well, no, it? I actually worked in like the real deal radio. Real? Oh yeah. 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 In, in my hometown, I read the farmer's report. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I started out there reading the news on the weekends and I was the mascot for the radio station. I dressed up as a bumblebee for the state fair, anything I could oh, do yes. <laughs> to get involved with the radio station, any airtime I could get, I wanted to do it. So, um, yeah, that's all I've ever wanted to do. I've known what I wanted to do from the, the age of what, nine, 10, and so when I had the opportunity, I was like following around all the radio guys. Uh, any chance I got, um, I had run into him, you know, with my mom at, at a restaurant. I'm like, oh, there's Mike Smith. I got to talk to him. He's one that does a play-by-play the basketball games, you know. And so I just knew from a young age that's what I wanted to do. And um, the first chance I got, I just jumped on it. And so I uh, ended up going to school in Minneapolis uh, to, uh, to one of the best broadcasting schools in the country, Brown College. Mm-hmm. And got my first full-time gig in Minneapolis. And the rest is history. I moved all over the country doing morning radio, and it was like my thing. So you're this nine-year-old girl that like your heroes are these like announcers oh. and radio jockeys. Everybody oh, else, all trip. your friends are like, who are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Right? They're all about like Destiny's Child, yes, yeah. like yeah, Beyonce, like, like how how dare like Beyonce get more you know airtime than Kelly Rowland? You know, like that was like the whole thing. Like Kelly, you, you team Kelly, team Beyonce, mm-hmm. and you know, for me, I, I was all about Mike Smith. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because years later. My hometown did a, a whole like uh, newspaper article on me and my, about my career and and things like that because you know I you know I've done some pretty cool stuff and so the the newspaper got wind of all of it and did this whole thing and they quoted Mike Smith and Mike Smith's like because he was still he's he, he's still doing radio in my hometown so oh, this wow. day oh yeah and um and Crazy. so they reached out to him like hey could we get a quote from you and he's like. 
I didn't, I've done nothing like that. I've done nothing. That, I mean, like he stayed in our hometown and it's like a, a little farming community mm-hmm. of like 22,000 people. So he's like, what do I say? He's like, yeah. He's like, I really helped her with, you know, reading the news report and the farmer's report. And I gave her her copy, but that's, that's really my only, he, 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 I guess he didn't realize how much of an impact he had on my life. Right. And so, and then every time I go back home, um, I, we will go to lunch and we'll talk and he's like, Man, every time we meet, I, I realize how boring my career has been. I was like, but it's been spectacular to me. So, right. what anyway. was it about Mike that made you, as a young girl, to be like, wow, he's influential in my life? He's the only guy. He was the only person on the radio. Oh. Everything. Yeah, yeah. He he was. Because it's a small town. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was the head guy. Like he did everything. He did the sports play by play. He did music. He, yeah. I mean, he did all oh, of it. He did the so news. It was he just was, him. It was yeah. just him. And there's a couple other people, but. He's the main guy. Yeah. Like everybody loves Mike Smith. Like he just he went to my church yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that made it you know easy to kind of you know stalk him and, and hunt him down <laughs> to get me on the radio. Um. But he just I wanted to learn everything from him and the radio station was out like at this time uh, like a double wide trailer on top of a like a hill. It's just like this crappy little place and that's mm-hmm. where he worked out of and any chance I got I would go and did you have out. as a as a little girl because you have a very uh like specific radio voice like you have a very like a public speaking voice okay yeah and, and it's very soothing on the ears like it's very I don't know <laughs> yeah what that's, that's a, yeah I've heard do that you get that a lot yeah, yeah. you do it yeah the... so did you have a particular moment like at nine did you have a very like a specific uh cadence to you or well my, from based off like what my family has said to me they're like from the moment you were like out of the womb we knew you're going to do something with entertainment um or you know public speaking radio i mean any they, they really couldn't pinpoint it but um i never to be honest with you when i was in college i had a professor tell me that i would have to like smoke cigarettes because women get a bad a bad rap in radio especially and, and just broadcasting in general um and and so we're we're targeted as being annoying a uh, high-pitched laugh, squealy voice, all this stuff. So we're we're really um, we're kind of judged on a, on a bigger level than, yeah. than more than more so than men. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Anchorman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm referencing Anchorman now, but um, so they told me actually for me to get rid of the high-pitched female voice, I would have to like smoke a bunch of cigarettes and. All those things. I didn't smoke cigarettes. Okay. Um, okay. Um, and so they said that, you know, Katie Couric. Did you try though? Where there's like a, like a snipe part? I've like, never smoked a cigarette in my life. Really? Oh, never. you love cigarettes. I really? don't feel like no, you have a very high, high-pitched voice well, though. Well, I did. Yeah. So what I, I, what I did was I just took some vocal lessons and just kind of oh, softened my voice a little bit. Um, and it, it's almost like it's just become my my thing. Like, so I, you I, were I taught even, this? Yeah. Like, really? yeah, yeah. As far as like enunciating and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Um, How long did you have to do that for? Um, I don't know, about two years, I would say like on and off about yeah. two years. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, no, I just, I just learned how to, um, cause again, so on top of that, I had, I growing up in Southern Ohio, I said, you ain't going to go do that. I was a hillbilly yeah. like, and I love where I'm from. I'm so proud of where I'm from. But I said, you're fixing to go to the store. Like, I was a straight-up hillbilly. So when I talk to my grandparents and my mom now, I'll find myself for a couple of days after getting on the phone with them that I'll talk like them again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh. So I was like, oh, I have to start all over again, you know, right? And comes so back. It all comes back. It comes yeah. back. But um, so not only did I have to kind of work on enunciating and making sure that um, I was – uh, you know, softening my voice a little bit to not be high pitched. And then my voice has never been high pitched, but I just had to learn my, my even, I don't know, I guess balance my, mm-hmm. my voice out to where it's not, you know, 
not high pitch. I can't. I it's like even, not all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it's not all over the place, yeah. right? Um, but I had to work on my dialect too. So I had like a double. I was like a had like a multiple things to work on. Really? You know? Yeah. What did some of the exercises? <laughs> well, I, I, likewise, like yeah. as, as you're talking. I was just right yeah. You're, as you were talking, I was like, oh, that'd be like kind of nice to learn and. I don't know. Take it's, those vocal lessons because yeah. so when we listen immigrants. back to our podcast, yeah, as immigrants, like there's certain times where I have a hard time saying a word, especially if I'm nervous or I'm on the spot. Yeah, and I listen back and I'm like, oh, why did I say it like that? That's so bad. Or I have to repeat a word like three times because I, it doesn't come out the way I want it to. And I feel like you you feel the same way. hundred yeah. percent. I and in fact, I have this thing where I always tell people like my inner volume doesn't match my outer volume. And so like <laughs> when we first started yes. dating or when we were first got married, uh, she, we would go to like to dinner and she's and she knows when I'm excited about something like I get louder and animated. Yeah. Oh and yeah, me yeah. too. And totally. uh, and she's like, hey, it's just us here. Okay. Yeah. Just it's just. I would like, actually. I think I would like shush you actually a little bit. Before, yeah. I communicate by yelling and like people don't realize when I'm like pumped up. I'm the same way. I'll, I'll yeah. get super amped and people think that I'm coming from like I'm either angry mad or just you know over the top passionate but that's just how i communicate yeah. i communicate loud yeah. right yeah so, anyway i guess i just wasn't used to it growing up my family was very quiet everybody was very like soft-spoken so he's just like is passionate and gets excited and i would be like Shh. yeah yeah her family's monotone and content <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. but now i i feel like either i love it and got used to it or i've matched your level i think you've matched it because you guys balance each other out really well well i think this podcast really kind of helped her flourish because with me like i've been on camera for like enough time with youtube that i'm like hey there's like i know how to flip a switch it's your comfort zone yeah 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 yeah. with her it's like she had to kind of flourish and we'd have to have like a little like kind of like a pep talk like hey just you know focus on this focus on that and then now yeah you meet me where i'm at yeah it's it's definitely like a growing process of learning how to speak and be i don't know confident and well it's weird it's funny you guys say that i think being like in radio and obviously i always did top 40 radio um you know music fun energetic type mm-hmm. but i also had to cover like some pretty crazy stuff right like mm-hmm. music stopped we had to cover things mm-hmm. that's where all my logic kind of went out of the window i forgot the voice lessons i forgot all that stuff um an example 9 11 was the first thing that i covered oh. in college oh and that was in like college. in college yeah. yeah i was working in minneapolis and you you forget everything that you know and all of a sudden you're this vulnerable hillbilly mm-hmm. from southern ohio um and then going into the um the uh the shootings over in um was it connecticut those types of things you forget i mean you're like cussing yeah <laughs> we can't it's like out of that like comfort yes. zone where you're, you're completely usually in. removed and now you're just an emotional american wanting to fight people right mm-hmm. so like you're just like you, i don't know you go from like uh just really pro- uh, professional uh broadcaster to uh, a straight up country ghetto hillbilly wanting to fight everyone right yeah. um so yeah no i've struggled with that type of thing and just yeah you know, my human side right mm-hmm. and they don't want you to show your human side when you're in right they want you to just get the facts across and things like that so i don't know but that's like the only time i think i've ever really um i don't know like kind of shut down and and mm-hmm. forgot everything that i know besides <laughs> those moments like do you feel like it's easy to turn that off like the human side i guess and well we, we were kind of we're kind of forced to in a way yeah. because our jobs were to go on and, and share our lives, but share our lives after we've processed it. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. We're not, so we're not getting it's co- not I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. So moment. it's like not super emotional. We're, our job is to make people happy and and uh, play music that they love and things like that. So that, um, yeah, I think the older I got, the harder it got for me. Um, at first, it was you know super 
it was it was easy because I was you know it's like you just you want to be on the radio so bad and you'll do whatever you need to do um but uh but yeah no like you're supposed to share your life but just to a certain point I right. think or but, after you process but that it. window yes. of processing though so do you get to as a as a broadcaster do you see these news well in advance or is it kind oh, yeah. of like hey you showed up to the office what are we running today well you know oh, no. so and so so and so no we have it already you have it already yeah and like a 911 situation like i was it was in the morning and um and so in real time i was getting the microphone up to the tv and turning the volume up, right? Like to make so sure it got, yeah. yeah, like that was our way of broadcasting because it was happening during the show. Okay. So that was one of those situations yeah. where, um, you know, it was know, all real time. It was all yeah. real time. Yeah. But like other things, you know, we um, we definitely have a five hour show planned well in advance. Gotcha. Um, a little bit of creative, a little bit of lifestyle, a little bit of this and that, um, a lot of layers. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So you, no surprise there. But uh, now the other part about turning it on and off is your uh, vocal lessons. Uh huh. So if, being is it something that's being forced every day and you have to focus on it like with oh me, no it just comes list. natural it just comes natural it comes natural now so now it's just so ingrained like you said you know the cameras go on you turn yeah. it on mm -hmm. it's, like, it it's like boom you're there but what about in the morning at the house right oh gosh I, i'm i'm my best in the morning this is this is like where i'm like this is nap time for me really? <laughs> yeah totally so there's no catching up guard anymore this is oh your... no like i had no idea i'm like i'm going I, I mean i'm so grateful that you guys wanted me on but i'm like i had no clue like what are we going to talk about today yeah. you know what i mean it's like here here i am and here no, we no, are no, but it's like your your vocal lessons like your your yeah. southern you know like oh yeah does that does that is that permanent now or is it's, that permanent. Still, it's, it's permanent it's totally permanent yeah yeah i mean I, like you know being um being in the radio for as long as i as i was now have my own podcast i'm also the uh, the vp of communications for a wellness company so i'm basically like the public spokesperson for mm -hmm. our company um so i do this all the time it's like i just show up and it's just, just like yeah <laughs> i'm here what do you well, want to do well it's kind of like yeah. um when people take vocal lessons for singing it's they learn to sing a certain yeah. way and they never go backwards mm. to where how yeah. they used to be i guess unless they talk to their southern hillbilly family and then right. they're right. For temporary yeah. <laughs> temporary, <laughs> yes. temporary yeah just a bit i think for us we'd have to get like multiple coaches because you got one to try to teach you to get this accent well, out like of you even just enunciating i think yeah. that's what's mm -hmm. hard for me sometimes especially when i'm like trying to get something out and i'm still in the process of figuring out what i'm trying to say and then s still speaking it uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. it's so hard for me yeah i have the uh, immigrant with a lisp with an accent and i don't hear a your list. education what's I this know. lisp you're talking well, about he grew out of it I, well, well I, I see you yeah, yeah. Well, he grew coach. out of it no 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 i didn't you keep coaching himself i coached myself <laughs> yeah, out. which well, is still really good and the reason how or the reason why or at least the technique is when you have a lisp and then you move to another country and you have an accent, you're trying to enunciate your words so that the lisp doesn't come out and therefore the accent goes with it. Mm -hmm. So it's very rare, at least to me, that I can hear an accent of mine. But uh, a lot of times in my head, like right now we're speaking, I'm like, oh, these things don't sound right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and I think nowadays, I mean, when I got into it, uh, got into you know radio forever ago, that was the thing to do. You wanted to sound like a broadcaster and mm -hmm. you, you know, you wanted to have this deep, Certain raspy tone. female voice, you know, things like that. Now it's all about personality. So the more you stand out, like don't get rid of your lisp. If, I, I don't hear it, but like, don't keep fighting to get rid of it. Like keep it there because that adds character, right? Right. Like, you know, your the dialect. accent too. The accent yeah. too. Yeah. It's like, you, you sound different from everybody else, where as for a while, it's like you couldn't tell the difference between who was who because everybody sounded so perfect and enunciated so well. I mean, now it's just kind of ingrained in me, but if I could go back and if I were to start in radio today, I would keep that hillbilly accent. Really? That's like, oh yes. So it fun. is a personality oh, thing. It is I a personality. It's a character. Today. Yeah, you're a character. That's who you are. Why would we want to rip that up rip that away? Right. You know? Um so I would absolutely if I were in radio now 
and just getting started, there is no way um, I would get rid of that that accent. It mm-hmm. kind of makes sense how like Michael Vick with all the not Michael Vick, Michael Stranahan. Uh, oh, God. I was like, please, let's not talk about Michael Vick. <laughs> is he a radio just, host now? Oh, gosh. We're moving on to the sports portion of the show. Michael Strahan. Is that Strahan. Yes. yes. His gap, right? Yeah. All the millions of dollars that he made, he could easily get away, but he kept it because it made him it's who a, he is. It, it's, it made him a part. Yes. And he, I mean, I think he had a little bit of a lisp and, and things like, no, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he is who he is. And, that, and that's what, that's his little staple. Yes. Thing. That's his character staple. That's true. If you can own it and just... So have a great personality while you're doing absolutely. it. Absolutely. So don't change a thing. Right. <laughs> don't change anything. Are. Be who you are. Speak your truth. Live yes. your truth. Live yeah. your truth. Live light. Laugh yeah. love. Or whatever. <laughs> whatever, love, the laugh, si- whatever the sign Yeah, we're going to get that above. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, please don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In cursive. <laughs> please don't. You'll be like everybody else. Yes. <laughs> it's my spirit All the motivational <laughs> posters <laughs> <Please> everywhere. <don't. laughs> please don't. So, okay. So the radio industry, what's that like? Is it uh, is it a cutthroat industry? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is so cutthroat. Um, again, especially for women. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie uh, Bombshell. No, um, you haven't heard of it, but it's, it's seen more it. it's more focused on females, uh, women, and TV. But um, yeah, it's radio is super cutthroat. I mean, I worked in obviously small market radio in my hometown, all the way up to major market in Houston and Dallas, uh, Minneapolis, and yeah, you you definitely have to fight for your spot. And I think that's why I just kind of um, you know I've been out of radio what two 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 years. Not even. And mm-hmm. um, I, d- I just was done because I just, I'm not, I wasn't that person that would, you know, hurt another person to get my spot, right? Mm-hmm. I just, I just focus on talent and working hard and, and, and getting there. Work hard, be nice to people, right? That's another quote. It's good motto. But yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy um, Roosevelt says, speak quote, softly, carry big stick. <laughs> quote poster, work hard, be nice to people. Yeah. And that was always like my philosophy. Well, uh, longer, uh, you know, the longer I was in it, the worse it got because they started going syndication. So that made, made that was like less spots for people. Whereas mm-hmm. when I first started, the syndication really didn't exist. There wasn't, um, you know, a chance for you to lose your job uh, at a higher rate as it is now. I mean, my goodness, they're replacing you with interns and things like that. So, so explain syndication. What's yeah. syndi- so, syndi- so syndication? Use it in a sentence. For me. <laughs> Listen, we so know what it means, but we just like to explain yeah. for our um, uh, for everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, got it. So syndication um, is where you could hear the same radio show in multiple cities, uh, multiple okay. states across the country. Uh-huh. Uh, big ones are like Elvis Duran, uh, Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones, you could hear all over um, the country with country Heard, radio. Yeah. 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 Um, so whereas that never existed before, there was a spot. So all, so he's what? Probably in 87 markets, um, 87 Is different. Delilah? Delilah is another one. Yeah, Shout yeah. Shout out to Delilah. Yeah. Shout out to Delilah. One of <laughs> is my she still? Yeah, she, she's still kicking on Light Dude, FM. Awesome. Yeah. Her voice yeah. now, that voice is it's, Yes, it will put you to sleep. She gets she gets to do that out of her house. Like yeah. she has a farm and uh, really? she's in awesome. Washington. Yeah. She, yeah, she runs a whole show from her house. Oh, yeah. In her basement. What? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's she the way to do she it. has figured it out. Um, but I think she is out of Seattle, I think. Um, but so anyway, um, syndication is where you get to hear it in multiple cities. Um, and, and Bobby Bones would be the biggest example. I guess the most mainstream person you would, you mm-hmm. would know, and Delilah, of course. Um, whereas before, that didn't, that didn't exist. So the 87 markets, it could be more now, I'm assuming, for Bobby Bones. But it used to be 87 job openings. But it, within those spots was like four openings because you needed a morning show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, host, co-host, producer your stunt right. guy or whatever you're going to have. Um, and now those, those jobs don't exist. So as I was you know, in the, in the industry longer, 
those jobs started to diminish. So that means you had to fight for your job more. And, um, and then obviously they wanted you to do, you, you now were on the radio doing a radio show. You were a blogger, a videographer, you were an influencer, you right. were, Parking you were, people's cars. you were doing everything, everything. Yeah. You were doing appearances, charity work. So you had all these multiple titles, which is great. But then, um, they wanted all of this for nothing basically. Right. So hats. And um, I got paid really well. Don't get me wrong. And that, that's probably why, that's probably why um, you know, I finally just kind of said peace out because um, they would offer you a, another role, another position, another city. And it, on paper, it looked like a, a promotion, but you really weren't getting that. As far as salary goes, right. just it's this market size. It's more of like uh, uh, publicity for you, really. Yeah. And I, and I wasn't about that, you know. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So I think that was kind of the the thing it is cutthroat it absolutely mm -hmm. is cutthroat a lot of people are okay with doing it just to feed their ego right like they that's that that's enough for them that's enough driver but when you have a family and you've been in radio for so long and you get to a certain uh, financial threshold you want to stay in, in that area right yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go down yeah. and I, th I felt mm -hmm. like that's where it was going it was going so when I had the opportunity to kind of bounce out and um and start over uh, it was definitely a, a tough decision considering it was like my love and my passion for so long um i thought had an opportunity to um be the vp of communications for a company and still get to do a podcast and i just felt like that was the better route to go mm -hmm. so that so. was interesting so what's so what did that transition look like from radio to uh being the vp um is it did somebody reach out to you was uh, yeah 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 so um somebody reached out to me um, my husband actually, um, said, Hey, they have this opening. I, I would apply for it. So I did. And I had a 20, a 41 page portfolio with, um, with everything that I've done in my career. So all those, all those different titles that I had actually benefited me yeah. because it got me prepped for this career. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was definitely scary. I mean, I was like, Oh, it was terrifying to to start over in a career i mean mm -hmm. it was just it was just oh the, yeah. yeah it was it was terrifying working your way up for so long yes. and then yeah yeah just changing directions completely yeah and the job was actually um uh, a director of pr so that's that's was that was the original um position and um everything that my portfolio had is what they needed and um yeah it just kind of worked out and then i got promoted to vp of communications um a year later so Oh, wow. That's awesome. And, yeah. And so um, do you have, because the, the, the industry is around nutrition, right? And Yeah, and wellness supplements. Gut biome, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you, is that something that you were well informed about? Or is I was that actually taking the products. You were? I was taking the oh, products awesome. before I accepted the job. And that's the only reason that I was even open to to even looking into it at that time. Because I was like, I, I believed in radio so much. I had to believe in the product that I was you know, uh, working, for if yeah, I was, yeah, for if I was working for a company and I was going to be promoting it and talking about it and having to obviously do PR for them and, and, um, protect this company, what, um, you know, I, I have to, I have to believe in it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I had been, this is so disgusting. Uh, this is so gross, but I, <laughs> the reason why I started taking, sure. <laughs> the reason why I started taking the products is because I was on an antibiotic for a, um, for, um, oh, a sinus infection. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was like October, end of October. I got this horrible sinus infection. So uh, right around, like I think a week before Thanksgiving, I, they put me on an antibiotic, like a really strong antibiotic. Well, I have rheumatoid arthritis and endometriosis. Mm -hmm. I, I guess because of those two things, the doctor should have never put me on this antibiotic. Mm -hmm. Me being just completely oblivious, start taking the antibiotic, 
um, five, six days in, I start crapping my brains out. Like mm-hmm. I'm guys, I'm talking like on Thanksgiving day, 27 bowel movements. Like oh it my was, gosh. it was, you might just broke my record. Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> and that's hard to break. I'm a big like, gun around here. Guys, it was, I mean, it was terrifying. Like what is going on? We had a house full of people Yeah. and here I am. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I never even heard of C. diff or anything like that. So I yeah. ended up getting C. diff, which yeah. is, um, I guess a common, um, a common thing you get with antibiotic, but usually it happens with older people or it happens uh, from hospital, hospital stays. Yeah. But I ended up getting it from this antibiotic and this lasted for seven, eight months. Oh my yes. gosh. Seven, I thought you were say seven, eight days. <laughs> no, seven, eight months. Yikes. I They had to put me on another antibiotic to get rid of it. This antibiotic, uh, it's called vancomycin, is the only antibiotic. It was actually um, created for patients with C. diff, but it's $700 for two weeks yo (laughs) guys whatever you do yeah all of you listening if you ever get put on antibiotic please do your research and make sure (laughs) it does not put you in high risk for c diff because i don't i don't wish this on my worst enemy that That was the worst thing now a lot of people don't know enough about antibiotics but because i think a lot of people think there's maybe like two antibiotics is there like sounds like you probably did some research after was there a lot of antibiotics yes really there's a ton of antibiotics Mm. um and so uh, and, and then again, with my autoimmune disease and things like that, it just makes me more vulnerable mm-hmm. to something like this. But again, I had been on antibiotics on and off my entire life. So I had never had a reaction. And then boom, here I am with this awful, this awful sickness. And, um, and then now like basically breaking our bank account for every two weeks, having to be on this vancomycin, mm-hmm. um, uh, antibiotic, and we have insurance, right? So like that's with insurance. With, <laughs> with insurance. Yes. Heroin yes. You guys know. Right. I'm, not yeah. Holy. I'm not sure I know much about heroin uh, well, prices, but <laughs> I mean, the market value, <laughs> the market value is, uh, is insane. Yeah. So yeah. it's super expensive. Um, Wild. And so, and so with that, I started taking, um, I was introduced to Microformulas products, uh, their, uh, foundational protocol. And I started taking that, um, and I took that leading up to, I, this got so bad. I had to get a fecal transfer. Oh, oh I've oh heard about gosh. it. You guys, what is that? It's so, the most disgusting thing on, on, on earth. It's the most disgusting if, thing. If I, if I recall correctly and correct me if I'm wrong, it's when they take a, a healthy, uh, fecal donor uh-huh. and then they encapsulate so it a piece in a of pill. No. There's no? no capsuling at all. No this way. is a full on surgery. I had a full on surgery. And here's the here's the thing I'm pretty pissed about as far as the uh, the doctors when they wheeled me in. St. Luke's did an incredible job. I'm not going to lie. Like they they were great and and things like that. I had the surgery during the um, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um so like my husband I had to go by myself. Mm-hmm. At this point I had a thing called megacolon which is super gross in itself. Yeah. Um and so when I go in um for the surgery um, they wheel me in, but they didn't put me under until I was actually back in the room. Mm-hmm. They'd given me like the loopy medicine to kind of chill me out. Um, but they get me back to the, the surgery room and all I see is this pitcher, like a Kool-Aid pitcher, like a plastic Kool-Aid pitcher full of poo. Like, Oh my no. gosh. I swear brown, to God. They could have just hit it. <laughs> no, I know. And, and it's solid. Oh God. It, oh, okay. so this is so. It's traumatizing. Oh, did you get this done in like in in Kazakhstan? Where'd you go? <laughs> no, I didn't I'm know like, this was a thing that people, people yes, had to get done. This is a thing. And so I'm like, why? 
why would they seriously why would they set it right there in front of me wheel me back for me to see this catastrophe you'll never you know? be able to like I forget about that here's a side question like please. it's huge here's <laughs> a side question <laughs> it's like this tall Wait, so what did he well but yeah. here's, put that here, inside here, of you here's my, hold on a second before we get there yes. before we get because i want to get there before we get there my question is you hear commercials uh, advertisements about donating blood right. donating plasma uh, maybe donating sperm on, on in weird markets. Mm. I have never heard it be like, hey, come somebody, donate your 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 yeah. your. Probably comes in such abundance. They don't need healthy ask. poo. Yeah. Like, yeah. bring it my well, way. Bring it right? my way. Yeah. Like, but why did they, so? Why do they do that? So, um, what they? <laughs> the, the, oh gosh, I like. I'm seriously having flashbacks to that moment. Um, I had no idea we'd talk about this. So, oh anyway, yeah, this but yeah, great. here we go. Um, so yeah, it's a huge pitcher, and it's like basically watered down poo, um, and you just see it, and it's big, floating. and it's gross. It's floating. It's it's clumpy. It's gross. And so, you know the um, the um, I don't know the when you're washing your car manually in one of those like little um, I don't know, like the car washes. You know, where you do you get out and you actually do it yourself. Oh you've yeah, ever done yeah, that? yeah, yeah, the scrubber, the sprayers. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's basically what they use. <laughs> they go in uh-huh. through, like, almost like a colonoscopy okay. style. Through the rear end. And then yes. they just spray it, everywhere. spray it everywhere. They spray this stuff? Yes. All, through the picture. All, all in your, all in your deal. Oh, yes. Interesting. So, because I yes. I've sat on some colonoscopies being at the hospital when I was working. Wait, I, what you said? I, 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 I sat in on some colonoscopies at the hospital. Oh, okay. I used to work as a For fun. Therapy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, so I have a lot oh, of hobbies. Cool. <laughs> Dude, this is getting so weird. Okay, cool. For fun. In my previous life, I used to be a respiratory therapist at Luke's. Okay, yeah, okay. A lot of times, then they'll need us is when they'll sedate somebody, put them under, and they'll go do a procedure. So if they're they're a critical patient, they'll put them under, and I'll have to make sure they're still breathing and not overly sedated. Okay, gotcha. But so, yeah, they'll take this hose that's probably the size of your pinky. It's leather. And it's it's a super expensive microscope. uh, uh, scope. It's like $60,000. And it has a camera. It, it, it's controlled with a remote, right? So you yeah, can yeah, wiggle yeah. it like a snake yeah. left and right, but it also has a spray nozzle that's yes. connected. So, yes, that's so I know what you're talking So they yes. go like that. Yeah, they go in there and then they just spray it all over your deal. And, and Your then, colon, right? That they're going. What's the reasoning for doing that? Um, because they're, they're basically um, giving you good bacteria because the C. diff oh. is just, it strips you from all your good bacteria. So now it's just like, it's so just poop like has good havoc. bacteria. Good it. bacteria, bad bacteria. And all <laughs> I was filled with was bad bacteria. So this good Samaritan who donated his poo. Do you ever wonder who they were? I don't care. And how do you ask like, for that? I, yeah. Like I am so traumatized by the, the, the picture yeah. full of poo that um, <laughs> I was like, I don't even understand. And then you're thinking that was that's not sanitary. Like why yeah. would they have it sitting out on the table right, like that? Right. Um, just you know, with no cover. There's no lid on it. <laughs> so like, there's just air particles. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Who knows? I mean, is COVID going to ruin the good particles in the poo? Like right. I just there's so many things going right, through my head right, at right. this point. Right. Oh, for sure. And, I, and then why does it have to be a clear picture? Couldn't have been like a metal picture. Yeah. Like something more seriously. Like sciency or like medically, like why is it got to be a plastic Kool Aid picture right. that my mammal has? You well, know, like quick, quick, run to Walmart, get a picture, <laughs> yeah. we're out. And medical poop, you know, it's like up, you know, the price is up on it like tenfold, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because you can go get saline, and you can get saline, you know, for ten bucks online. But if you get saline in the hospital, that's fifteen hundred dollars. Guys, it was a lot. I'm yeah. thinking a lot. They're going to be using all of this. So then, they, yeah, they just uh, they spray the insides to give me good bacteria, and um, and I guess. It's known to even uh, change your mental state. Like if say like somebody uh-huh. who they, they've done um, they've done fecal exams for people who have severe depression. So hmm. it's not just like C diff. Yeah. 
but they've done it for people who with severe depression, uh, anxiety, and things like that. And uh, I guess this good bacteria, because they always say that you know, always so it starts with your gut. gut it's your yeah. gut health, mm-hmm. um, and it can always impact your mental health. So, um, but in my case, it was C diff. Um, you didn't feel and a difference in energy or no? Or mental I'm or, I, I don't need any more energy. People are like, I don't need yeah. any more. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. But, but did you feel like you're like anything different through mental no, state? No, uh, it no. was just strictly no, that. It was just that, um, and it, it completely changed my life. Disgusting and traumatizing in itself. But did it you notice like a instant um, difference, or would you feel more full? Maybe. Compl- <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I just felt fuller after I came out of the surgery. So sick. Um, No, I think I noticed everything was good after about two days. Was your first bowel movement weird? Um, I can't really. I was kind of sedated a little bit, I think, the first time. Um, Probably good. Probably good, yeah. So kind of loopy um, because I was kind of in a like a daze because I was heavily medicated for about two days after, two, three days after. Um, And then, yeah, whenever I... The first one that I remember, it was like normal. Yeah. It normal. Was, yeah, yeah, it was completely Man, normal. I can't wait to title this podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, well, what, what are we going to title it? Uh, this is going to be fun. Be C-, C. Diff Radio yeah. and, well, and Lisps. Yeah. I don't know. Poop in a picture. That's what we're going to call it. Poops in pictures and radio broadcast. Oh, oh man, gosh. there's a lot. There's a there's lot a we could do with that. Okay. So is that a one-time procedure? So unexpected. Um, well, in my case, it is. Uh-huh. You know, I hope. I hope. Yeah. I mean, it's been, what, yeah. a, a year, I guess. But it was a year in... May, I May. think, yeah. So during um, that time, were you taking the supplements from this company? Oh yeah, yeah, during the whole time, mm-hmm. and I think that's how we got on the subject. Yeah, I started taking Is it powder form. Which one? The, the micro. Mi- uh, it's a, it's um, it's a mixture of everything. So we have the capsules, we uh-huh. have liquids you put in your water, um, and then we have um, the powder. But that's more on our um, our Cellcore brand, which is uh, for our practitioners. It's our wholesale brand that you can only get this if it's monitored by the practitioner. But everything's mm-hmm. all natural, organic. Um, I know for me, I don't know if you guys ever like suffer from uh, like car sickness, like nausea. I have suffered. As I am getting older, I feel like I am. The yeah. last time we went up to McCall, which is like the windy road. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I was getting a little sick and I'm like, oh, no. I can't get up to bogus, like bogus. Really? Basin. So oh, you get that. Oh, I, I've been sick. I've been car sick my entire sickness. life. Yeah. Um, but we have a product called uh, Biotox. Um, it's part of our foundational protocol, um, Biotox, and it has changed my life. Like, it, I don't get car sick. I mean, I would get car sick driving. That's how yeah. bad it was. And it's been that way my whole life. Do you guys have something for, like, cirrhosis? Um, or not no. cirrhosis. What, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what is it, Kyle? Psoriasis? Psoriasis. Cirrhosis, cirrhosis is, <laughs> is the deadening of tissue. <laughs> so, so we're like two for two on a wrong <laughs> name. Thing. So, um, psoriasis. Oh, boy. Uh, psoriasis, yeah. Um, that would be our kidney and liver supplement. Um, I, again, these are all part of our, like, our phases for our foundational protocol. Like, it, you, there's, like, I think four steps to it. So, mm-hmm. you kind of gradually get up there. Um, and um, <clears throat> so, I guess the first step is pretty, it's, it's pretty um mild mm-hmm. um meaning like you just kind of feel good and energetic and then you get into the second one where it's like the gut scrubber and it um it kind of sh- you know gets all that crap out of you you know mm-hmm. um but a part of that the kidney and liver which i take all the time because i've always had skin issues um, my husband has psoriasis Is, oh, okay. and it's completely it, i mean he really he's not had an issue with all it my for kids had uh, really bad eczema, eczema yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and, and our, our supplements are kid friendly too oh yeah yeah my son he takes them so yeah they're kid friendly um and and you know i take them religiously every day um i kind of made my own i've morphed my own little kit um mm-hmm. i have like kidney and liver supplement uh inflamacom uh, for my arthritis mm-hmm. biotox for my car sickness and just overall energy then we have like this um this mito it's called mito restore you put it in your water and if you have like adhd 
um, you have trouble, you know, just concentrating, um, energy levels. That's like, that, that is amazing. Like it's on another level. Really? Oh yeah. So do oh, you yeah, guys yeah. have a thing where you sit down with somebody and they like, they run over everything? That they, no, no, it's all, it's all online. It's just pick and choose what you want. It's all online. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like we have, we have kits that are put together oh, for okay. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have the full on like foundational that. protocol. Mm-hmm. You, you're good to take the whole thing. But after you do that, you can kind of pick and choose like what you want. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you can itemize your, your um, products. Have you ever heard of Alpha Brain? The on its uh, supplement, uh-uh. I know Rogan's always pitching it, but they have the supplement company, which a lot of it's like uh, uh, health and wellness, it, not in terms of like chronic illnesses or mm-hmm. autoimmune stuff, but it's more like along the lines of like fitness and all that jazz. But they have this uh, lion's mane thing. It's called uh, on its uh, um, um, uh, yeah, yeah lion's mane. What, what did I call it? What's their thing? No, not Thorn. Those are the. But anyway, I remember you talking about. It. I just don't remember. But what it's called. supposed to give you like this, like concentration and uh, 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 retention of information. Uh-huh. Which the closest thing to that I remember ever taking was like Adderall when I had a prescription when I was yeah, a yeah. kid, and it was fantastic. Because for somebody <laughs> yeah, who yeah. has ADD, <laughs> oh yeah, you give them. I that, had to take it for years. Yeah, you, you can multitask. Oh, absolutely. Oh, multitask at its finest. Yeah, oh, it's the greatest. <laughs> I, thing I was on it for like fifteen years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I would man if I could take it safely. Like I would. I would <laughs> But anyway, I bought this stuff and I thought, like, great. I like Rogan's always talking about how it helps him concentrate because he takes it before he announces the UFC fights. He retains all this information, and I got it. And it's dumb because like one dose is like four pills that are the size of those like fish oil pills. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. And you take four of those a day, and I felt I didn't feel any different. I didn't feel any more clarity or less clarity. But I had like the weirdest dreams. Like I'd have like twenty dreams a night. And this would be like, and an, you would I, remember, and I would remember. Like, oh, that's like even... when you fall back asleep. Sometimes you know you'd like kind of continue the same dream you had. Really? But I would just have that's one a superpower. Dream, another yeah. dream, third dream, fourth dream, and I'm like, how many of these can we do today? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's I'm, I'm a little so affected you in like a different way it, than yeah. maybe somebody else. Yeah, I just the brain's we, an interesting thing. I just thing. think we need to put me on Adderall and just call it a <laughs> Try day. the, what, the, yeah, the Mito Restore. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I, like, I had, I mean, you talk about, I mean, severe ADHD. Oh, I mean, I've, I have it to the fullest extent. And well, you have an extra letter. I only have ADD. I have, AD, yeah, have ADHD. You have that yeah, yeah. the hyperness. Yeah, I do. And so um, the Mito Restore has, um, again, like, I, I notice a difference right away. You just put 10 drops in your water, drink really? it, and you're good to go. I'd probably snort it. Me is it flavored? But that's, no, it no, 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 no there's no taste. Uh-uh, there's huh. no taste at all. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, no, Don't it's, uh, that, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I like the hyperactive part of me. So it's like, to me, I'm like, it's, I do too. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I do too. And that's why I think Mito Restore, like it doesn't take away like Adderall. You're like zoned yeah. out. You're like, you know, you're like a zombie. I know for me, I was like a zombie. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think that's my superpower. My anxiety and my hyperness, all that I think is my superpower. I right? agree. And I don't want to get rid of it. It takes yeah. away my personality. My husband's like, you know, whenever we, uh, my, I, I got off of it when my, um, when my son was born, um, and uh, or before, right when we got pregnant, I, I was just kind of medication free, and um, and my husband's like, man, it's good to have you back, kind of thing, oh, you know, yeah. because it just kind of numbs you out, right? Especially if you have severe ADHD, mm-hmm. and so um, just having my, just feeling myself and having my personality back, um, Mito Restore has been like just a complete game changer. Interesting. Have you ever heard of uh, coffee enemas? 
Yeah, we're, our, com- <laughs> our company's actually all about it. Really? really? Yeah. Okay, we've always wanted to try it, but yes, we never I did. Think, uh, uh, Dr. J, who's one of our co-founders, he actually, there's, I think there's a whole video and blog about like the step-by-step process and why they're so um, amazing. But That's yeah, our company's all about it. yourself. That's something you have to go to a place, right? Um, I would think so. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we watch the video. I, I've <laughs> seen, video. yeah, I've seen, I've heard of people doing it themselves from at home. Uh-huh. Is it, is it like a kit? <laughs> oh, we, we, we don't sell the kits. Right. We don't sell the coffee enema kits, but um, I, I have heard of people doing them from home, but um, I, I don't know as far as safety levels go. Yeah. Well, and, and I heard, the reason I heard it was somebody was talking about, kind of like we started about, there's a lot of, uh, there's a tie between gut biome and mental health. Uh-huh. Like oh, a, yeah. A, like mm-hmm. I've heard of a lot of these psychiatrists uh, yeah. who would say some of the worst of the worst clients that our patients they have who are like on the verge of getting uh, institutionalized. Yeah, they would they would go to this lady and she's like all natural, you know, uh, practitioner. of I don't know what her science is, but they would first change their diet. Like they would get rid of any inflammatory markers of food, uh-huh. you know, your cheeses, your tomatoes, everything that you can. Yeah. And then they would put them on like the strict regiment, uh, regular regiment of um, coffee enemas. And, and it's supposed to like break down a lot of the, the stuff that's not being absorbed through your colon. Yeah. Yep. And that's what our foundational protocol does too. Really? Mm. And yeah. that's what I hear with the coffee enemas is you don't just do it like once. It's something you have to keep yeah. doing over yeah. and over, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. We're going to have to get more Black Rifle coffee. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. I, I think I um, I watched the, I guess those who do it by themselves is on a My Strange Addiction on like oh, TLC really? or something. <laughs> like they, they, this couple was actually addicted to doing coffee enemas and they would just do them at home. Are they just like addicted to like uh, the, the feeling? Nutrition? I was going to say the feeling. <laughs> I bet that husband's like, got a secret that he's not yeah. telling his wife. There's probably other things they could do. I mean, but they'd go in the bathroom and lay next to each other and stare at each other. <laughs> okay, while let's not do that. Definitely okay? a weird. That, that's the thing. thing. I, mean, I, don't, I don't recommend anybody doing that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying that I was trying to think. Like, where did I see that? I'm like, oh yeah, it was my strange addiction. That's hilarious. On, I think it was TLC, and yeah, the, this couple they were just they did it religiously. I think multiple times a day. Oh my, that's such yes. a weird thing. Like, hey, you ready? Yeah, I'm yeah, ready. Let's, let's go. Like just staring somebody hobby. in the eyes as yeah. you're like doing a coffee enema. Like I just, that's yeah. just not romantic yeah. And what goes up must come down. So you're How like, could you find, how could you no. find that person attractive after I watching know. that go down? I just don't know. <sighs> don't, yeah. Nah, there's somebody for out there for People everybody. are, yeah. We just added another layer to our title. Ah, this yeah. is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> we just totally added this another layer. This is definitely the poop talk. <laughs> so how did the uh, the podcast come about after, did it come about after you went to Microbee? So it's so funny that I actually did not want to do the podcast when I started with microbe, um, microbe, the, microbe, uh, so. microbe, microbe, microbe formulas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just microbe. Okay. Microbe. Yeah. No, I get it. I, yeah. Um, the, uh, so when I started with microbe, uh, the podcast is actually called true detox and it was like this deep dive into science and things like that. And I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Uh, that's not happening because when I, when I started the, started my position, the CEO was like, and you're going to take over the podcast and you're going to do this. And I'm like, uh, if it's true detox and we're doing all this deep dive sciencey stuff, I'm not a doctor. It's not my comfort level. Right. It would just be a disaster. <laughs> um, because you know, I was like, I, and then I went, then I started spiraling into this anxiety thing. I'm like, I, I won't be able to do that. I'm not sciencey. I was like, because this one time I did play by play at bull riding and I said, this bull had huge nuts. And then I just, <laughs> and then I just started spiraling saying this on the microphone. I was like, so could you imagine me doing science? And the CEO looked at me and was like, 
okay, like okay, like, fine, like what? Just kidding. So, um, bull life, so I did have to do play by play at a bull ride at the Cold All Night Rodeo. <laughs> oh yeah, for the radio station. I'm like, no. Oh, and I go, what do you want me to say? They're like, oh, just just kind of say do commentary. What's going on? Yeah. And they told me like, hey, this bull has big nuts. And I'm like. <laughs> This so this bull? bull has big nuts and they're like Shonda it's a family event I'm like dang it sorry what do we say like, I, don't, I have no idea what to say here like, I have no idea was why? there terminology that they prefer no, you use no like why am I here uh-huh. why am I doing this this is what Just happens when you don't to. prep yeah. me for it right <laughs> So I'm having flashbacks. I would lose my so, mind. I feel yeah. like if I wasn't prepped. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, they're like telling me to do this sciencey podcast. And I'm like having flashbacks to this bull has big nuts. And I'm like, this is not good. I, I know how, where this will go. All, all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, like ruin everybody's lives by like saying stuff that doesn't matter or saying something wrong. And then somebody will go home and try it. And I've just screwed everything up. Right. So this right. is my anxiety spiraling. Well, it turns out true detox. There was some type of, um, um, I guess there was like another, I don't know if it was a podcast, but something was called True Detox. Long story short, we had to change the name of it. And that kind of saved me. Um, and they said, hey, you can revamp, rebrand, whatever would fit you. And so then we just, um, I kind of sat down and, and that's how Intentionally Disruptive came about because uh, originally it was going to be True Detox and they were like, Shonda, you got to do this. I'm like, no. And um, so I had that opportunity to completely make it my own. That's what I did. Is mm. it your podcast? or It is, is mine. So if you, you know, for whatever reason, either retire from Microbe or you just decide to go somewhere else, is this your podcast you get to keep? Um, so, no, there's been talks about it. I mean, like, it, it's it's mine. I mean, I created it from start to finish along with a, a great team. I mean, oh, my gosh, our team is incredible. Um, we all work for Microbe Formulas. Um, but we all spend this extra time on this passion project, right? So like we have Michaela who does all of our design. She's designed the studio. Mm-hmm. She does all of our um, graphic design for uh, social media. Uh, then we have Jesse who does social media. She does social media for all of our microbe channels and brands. Um, Rachel, who's assistant producer. Uh, Kaylee does research for us. I mean, like we just, this, this is all extra on top mm-hmm. of our full-time jobs, mm-hmm. right? And so we just really, really work um, so hard. And you guys know, mm-hmm. doing a podcast it's, it's it's a lot it's, of work. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. I mean, it takes a it takes a village for sure. Um, so there has been talks about it being mine. Um, you know, f- till the end of time, right? Yeah. If something were to uh, happen, but um, but I, I kind of take ownership of it because of my name's on it, and mm-hmm. it's it's my creation, and um, down to the series, and down to the guests, and the. Um, and how it's formatted, how it's produced, I do yeah. all of it. So you get to like choose everything. Everything. Like, yeah. Everything. I have, I have everything. We actually met this morning. So we, have, we have a meeting every Friday mm-hmm. at, at 9 a.m. And um, yeah, it's um, it's it's a lot of work, but it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's fun just because we have complete control over it, right? Yeah. And the team and I are just so much on the same page from start to finish about how how it should go and and what should um, you know what should happen. And um, we have we. You know, I mean, we're still growing, right? We've we've existed for less than a year, mm-hmm. and we have you know a little over you know five hundred thousand downloads in in less than a year. So oh, we're wow. pretty we're pretty it's excited really for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really excited. That's impressive. There's there's something to be said about and I last week's episode that's going to come out next week. We had one of our YouTube buddies, uh, Mike Montgomery from Modern Builds. We were just talking about we always talk about content creation, right? We we create content for Facebook, for Instagram, for TikTok, for YouTube, for podcasts. And one thing that we realized, like once you get into that lane of just creating content, you can never not create content. Yeah. But also there's something like that makes you really happy about creating something, putting it out and it's yours. It's mm-hmm. Exactly. You and see, watching you see the, finished the numbers product. come up, right? Yeah. And you see the finished product. I think that's the biggest thing with us, all of us. 
we like to see what that looks like, right? Um, and the fact that we are have complete ownership. We can't, if something goes wrong, we can't blame anybody but ourselves, right? right? right. Um, and then the content, you guys know, it never ends. It mm -hmm. never ends. You're constantly in that mindset of what can I do next? What can we do to be right. better? How can we improve this? And so I think the fact that all of us, and we have nobody telling us no, yeah. right? So that's another that's, great thing, yeah. right? Like nobody could tell us no. And uh, well, I guess, I guess they could, but they don't. And um, and so just to see the finished product is incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. you guys have a great team there too. We do. Uh, we have the best like team. Really organized. Super and, organized. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Was, the yeah. studio was awesome. Especially yeah. whenever there's any time a shift from working for somebody and then working for yourself in whatever aspect, even if it's just creating content, it's like watching it grow is like watching your own kid grow up. It's like the freedom to thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I keep hearing all these like horror stories about people who have a lot of talent, like either a radio personality or somebody who just has a, a really good chemistry. Um, mm -hmm. And people would pitch them, producers would pitch them to create a podcast and yeah. like, hey, we'll do everything for you. But then they sign on the dotted line that it's not theirs. Yeah. And so though they can have all the creative freedom, this there there's somebody Ultimately. out there who's gonna say hey we're not gonna do that or we're gonna do this or you can't keep this or you're gonna have that or yeah well I, so you know and you brought up a good point because you know even though I, this is my podcast per se I mean I don't own it technically but mm -hmm. um, maybe one day um, there's there has been you know some, some conversations about that um, I still have to always remind myself that I'm, I'm representing a company yeah. mm -hmm. I'm representing micro formulas um, and I have to be respectful of, of you know, the, the owners. I'm very close with, with them and um, our CEO and the founders. So is this I, a local brand? It is, Meridian. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're, it's all in Meridian. It was built here. Everything, our lab's here. Everything's here. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And so um, I have to be respectful. Now, you guys know, um, we've had to, I think whenever you both were on my podcast, we had to bleep out some stuff. You know, we had to bleep out you, some conversations. You were telling me about penis <laughs> really? pictures that you get. No, um, no. Oh yeah, oh yeah, penis pictures that you get and we'll talk about this and I get feet pictures. Feet pictures, yeah. yes. <laughs> or requested feet pictures. Yes, yes. So like we had, I had to bleep out some things whereas like if the, if you know, we if I it was technically mine and I there'd be there'd be yeah. no bleeping, yeah. right? Like mm -hmm. it, it would just be a warning on the on the episode like yeah, hey, the you e. know. <laughs> yeah, right? Not 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 for everyone. Yeah. And um and so that that's the big difference. Like I I can't I can't be full on 100,000% myself. It, it's I, just like a side of yeah i a, feel like that's i mean you have that you i have, have that for sure i'm always like family friendly we gotta yeah. like cater to everybody make sure we don't say anything like she'll put that's wine gonna offend in anybody. a coffee cup you know she's like well, anybody, <laughs> oh I don't yeah know. I yeah like, Who this, cares? Is, this is real coffee <laughs> yeah no i would totally just have my wine glass out and i would just you know talk yeah. and then maybe just you know let's see where things go and then mm -hmm. if it ends up being one of those episodes where we do have just the conversation goes mm -hmm. south in a good way um just put a little warning on that episode right. but yeah mostly i'd want it to be for anyone to listen to uh, but there are going to be some times where it's just this is fun to just not have any filter you know right yeah you would love that <laughs> well i still do that I don't, yeah. I don't have a yeah, filter. yeah yeah there's a lot of people in my space because we have like a community of us and yeah. we do events and conferences and all that stuff and we share information what's working for us what's the best way to work for brands and a lot of us share the brands that we work with and it's funny because like i could tell that a lot of people in my space they try to present themselves a little bit different, you know, when uh -huh. when, when you invite them to a yeah. podcast and stuff, because somehow maybe they're afraid that what if a brand hears it and they don't like yes, it. It's but all the reality about... that's not there. Like when brands hire you, like I have exclusive brands and I have short term brands, and like end of the day, like I remember the last brand I signed with, and they're still they're great. I'm still with them, but they're like, hey, so we noticed you post like Second Amendment Second Amendment stuff and gun pictures and stuff like that. 
Like, is that something that you anticipate to continue? And I was like, yeah. I remember you and I talked about yeah. this during yeah. whenever you were on my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like part of my branding and the, the, the audience that I'm with. And I'll have people ask me educational stuff and, right. you know, first time gun owners. Like, it's kind of what I am. And you're kind of hiring me or signing me on for me. Really. Right, right, right. And so but for me to put a damper, I was like, I'll never speak ill of you. And I will never speak better about somebody, a competitor brand. But right. I, I, in the meantime, let me be me specifically if it's on a different platform. Uh-huh. Right. 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 Totally. So. Yeah. No, I um, do it you know, with radio. I mean, I did. I, I was an endorser for Oprah and Walgreens and really? all these big brands. And um, and that was always a thing. Like I, I, I was just myself. Right. I mean, with radio, you have to deal with the FCC. So I can't just drop an F bomb or anything yeah. like that. Um, but I was uh, I mean, I, did, I used to do a thing called the boner report. <laughs> Oh, what was that? So random. I know. What it's was so that? Random. I need to know. <laughs> I changed it up. And so I'm like, right after I'm, the bull riding. I'm like, is Oprah really going to dig the boner report? I don't know. Um, um, oh no, gosh. but this was like, <laughs> this was after, uh, I think I may have been endorsing Walgreens at the time, but yeah, the boner report, um, it was just uh, finding um, crazy images on the internet where, where your boner would get out of control. Like whether it be a movie, whether it be, um, you know, uh, like an eighth grade, you know, I don't know, eighth who grade dance. Who research you or somebody yeah, else? Our research team for the, yeah, it was so, so you dumb. Googled we, we, did, we did, we did animal boner report. Like it was just so stupid. Guys, oh it was the gosh. dumbest thing. I mean, you could tell that we were like really stretching it for content, but um, oh just man. stupid stuff. Like it's, it's, it's like, what, what was I thinking? I've though? learned recently the concept of a dad boner and what a dad boner, it's nothing. <laughs> It's nothing what you think it is. It's not, not anything it's, to do with it's that. It's nothing. What a dad boner is is like, and I start realizing this is like when you become older, uh, you start realizing that when you're younger, you don't pay attention to little things in life, mm-hmm. right? The beauty or whatever of of nature, and when you get older, when you start kind of stepping back and go like. Oh my, look at that rainstorm. And you get excited about that rain. Oh, that, look at that. Or a sunset and you pull over and you take a picture. That's called having a dad boner. Dad boner, got it. Look at those turtles. Are you, they are just, look how close It's like they're things swimming. that dads are excited about. I'm going to make a note of this. That's a dad boner. Yeah, that's my yeah. husband. Yeah, that's yes. a dad boner. Oh, yeah. Dave, you just yeah. had a dad boner. You get a new car and you're like, yeah. how comfortable are these El look at that. Yeah. <laughs> how comfortable Like when you start talking about things like, you know, comfort, you know, these jeans are stretchy and comfortable. And I just can't get enough of them. Like, that's so that would have been that would have been a great angle for the boner report. Then yeah. instead yeah. of actually going full on boner, like yeah. talking about boners, it would have been great to have that angle yes. back then because that was like, oh my gosh, ten years ago. Oh, you know, that's before, before I grew up and before I, uh, you know, <laughs> became an adult. Oh man, oh, that's hilarious. What's one of your favorite or most interesting guests? What one of your favorite guests on your podcast? On the podcast, yeah. um. Well, I had one recently. Um, well, besides you, you two, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Not including. But Not including. there was, a, I had a guest on her. Um, her name was Bronwyn. And uh, she um, she basically uh, was, is an actress and she is into film. And she was, um, uh, I guess, hired to play a part at the penitentiary, the Idaho penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, uh, she's playing the part of a former um, inmate named Lida. She's like the first serial killer. Uh, like first known female serial killer back in like the early 1900s and Bronwyn like when they when she got the part they gave her a paragraph to basically describe this this former inmate and uh, she that wasn't good enough for her she's like how can I kind of uh, I guess translate or, or get this woman's story across with a paragraph so I'm going to dive in and and, uh, and learn more about her guys she brought in 
like binders and books and things like that of like the this woman's life basically and um anyway it almost like proved her innocence Whoa. and so wow. yeah like based on all this research that she's done and like i mean she pulled all the all the court documents everything and i thought that was so interesting like yeah. that and, and i think that's true probably, crime yeah it's, i think it's like stuck yeah. in my head just because it was it was recent interesting and uh, but it just blew my mind how far she went not only to learn who this woman was but also in her research basically proving that she was, Got a that law was degree, innocent yeah. yeah yeah so i think that was probably the most in, um, um, interesting um interesting so guest different podcast. yeah it's different it's caught me off guard yeah. well that's so Whoa. right up your alley for this like i know i love thing. true yeah, crime me too. this me is the has... reason why she's afraid when i'm out of town on a, on a trip I or something i think like of that. all the she's things she's like people are going to be breaking in between these three days yes <laughs> i know this because <laughs> yeah well, i'm yeah, like student of the id yeah. channel like yeah. i just there's one like id channel like i i I'm, I'm obsessed with all the different um all the different shows one i cannot watch is deadly women it just freaks me out. Mm. Don't do I don't it to yourself. The thing is, I can't watch because the images would stay in my mind yeah, and I wouldn't yeah, be yeah. able to sleep. But I like listening to true crime podcasts because yeah. then it doesn't like, I just like kind of my Im- imagination do the work. And yeah, so right. I'm not seeing like the visuals of the things. I'm a dummy and I see it. <laughs> I, I, I watch it. I see it. Yeah. And I, I hold it on. I, I, I carry it the only way I can like still love it, but not. Yeah. I've seen a couple of the, the ones on um, like Netflix. The Yeah serial killer ones and like the, the ted bundy yes. tapes yes, yes we did, that was we watched, insane yeah you, this is a, this has to be like a mom boner <laughs> yeah this, this, this is, is a, 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 a mom boner for sure <laughs> if we had wine it was top yes. it off that'd be a double double mommy wine have you boner. heard uh crime crime junkies probably yes one of my i have favorites. Uh-huh. they're like yeah. always in the top five yeah for their episodes but i love it because it's like you listen to one episode for that like they they do um, one story per episode, and I love that because it's like you can wrap it up versus yeah. listening to like a series where you're like, where did I leave off again? Okay, well then, it, but it messes you up. Um, I know it for does me, mess you it, up. It, mess, it messes you up because I mean, I, I'll watch the stuff, but then like my husband randomly. He uh, gave me a folder like, "Hey, can you make sure you sign those documents?" And I, I open the folder and it's like he up my life insurance. I'm like, "What the excuse fuck? me?" <laughs> I go, "Oh my gosh, I'm connecting it to everything yeah. that okay, I just now watched. he's gonna kill me. He's yeah. gonna kill me. He's been behind. Like he's been like you know lurking in the in the shadows, w- watching all these tips and <laughs> oh tricks my gosh, on my ID channel sure. episode. He's gonna kill me. Yeah. This is it. I get and those so you're too. like I'm having like... him eat the food before you eat it. <laughs> oh my totally gosh. in your head. Yes. Yeah, like you up my this my insurance by like a hundred thousand. Like yeah. that's a big job. Was yours like that too? I was like, where did you Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Totally. I feel like I am a little bit of both. I'm a little bit more paranoid, but I also feel like sometimes it's a good thing because now I'm not as just like blind to things. Yeah, yeah. But then you, then you, I sometimes wish I would go back to yeah. like, you know, just the ignorance. Being more ignorant. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But I'll be driving and I'm like alone and it's dark. I'm like, I'm not yeah. getting out to fill my car. No way. No way. I, <laughs> not after that episode I listened to I'll last week. I'll be driving on fumes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you have Alex come get me when I run out of gas. When we you want to give me a mom boner? <laughs> pump my gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's an extra, extra mom boner. Get out uh, and pump my that's, gas. That is extra. That's a <laughs> double-sided <laughs> boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> How many times have we said boner? boner is man, something else. opportunity missed. We need a bell every time yes, we say boner. Ding, ding. Oh, yeah. boner, ding. Drink. That's a boner bell. Yeah. The boner bell. <laughs> I want to count how many times these are big balls. Boner bell. Then we oh need a poop gosh. bell. Oh, yes. Boner and poop. This, this has been an this interesting be, episode. This has to be one of the most funnest episodes. <laughs>
Rich, can, yeah. Rich, Rich got a, a competition to him on his. Who's this guy in the studio with us? So just yeah. this, this is Kyle. He makes all the magic happen around here. Yeah, <laughs> and all the yeah. magic. He's like, this is magic. This is just he might kill stupidity. us later. I don't this know. Is just stupidity. Yeah, I made him sign paperwork so he can't sue us for oh, anything. For anything we said. He never signed his. Oh half. gosh, yeah, we need a boner bell. Oh my god, boner I'm sure bell. Etsy would make one. Oh man, this is gonna probably. Be you totally. can make it like a custom yes. engraved. Yes. Well, I've seen, I remember I was a kid. I worked at this like auto repair shop and some gal dropped off her BMW and like the drink cup had a straw that was like a penis shape on top. I was like, you oh, guys, you can get anything, anything made. Anything yeah. penis shape. Why do you oh, guys yeah. say that's so confident? Because <laughs> you can. I was just on Etsy. I was just on Etsy for sure and they have, there's homemade everything. Yes. Penis you, can, like, penis. Yeah, you can like get it request. Yeah, you can get a request. You can get a crocheted pillow. I mean, you can get anything. <laughs> anything you want. And you guys are the purchase of it because like I don't know any of the guys that go like, hey man, I bought a penis stra- or a, a vagina It's always a girl straw. that. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think those really exist. Well, there's yeah. vagina suits that they had during the parades or the, the, the marches that they had. Oh really? Well, you know, some of the. the what is the it the, that um, Allie was telling us about the her husband accidentally uh, googled something and it was the wrong thing. Oh, I don't remember what the word was, but oh, it, I don't remember it, the word, but it was uh, it was like oh. something you put on that is. Like oh, you sh- know what it is. You shape. know what it is for anybody who is um, cross dressing or 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 transitioning, uh-huh. and they still have, and it's let's say it's a male who's yeah. transitioning to be a female, but the surgery has not been done yeah. uh, on on their sex organ. It's it's a thing that like tucks it in, but also creates the outside to be a vagina. Like oh yeah, uh, at it's least like a, a silhouette. Strap. A silhouette. Oh gotcha. Yeah. It's okay. Another, it's just like anyway. a fancier way to tuck it in, I guess. Oh, interesting. But yeah. it's called yeah. Anyway. There's a name for it, but it's it's a very like a professional name. You're like oh, oh like I should man, Google that. They're really yeah. uh, stepping yeah. up their game. You can sure. just buy it on Amazon too. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah thinking about the things that uh, googling. Never Google grandmas at a party. Don't grandmas ever do at a party. Grandmas at a party. Why? <laughs> I was getting uh, making a, a card for my mamaw and her girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, they go to lunch every month, and I was trying to find some images to throw into Canva to make their invites uh-huh. for their monthly lunch for. And so I, I wanted to get like also, but grandma's at a party because there's no images of them together. So I was going to try to like create that first one, but use like the the what was it called the stock footage, or stock photo before. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> Guys, I was googling grandmas at a party. Don't right don't now. Google grandmas at a party, Kyle. Don't do it, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you'll get a virus. You'll get a virus. Um, but as soon, as soon as you said googling, I'm like, oh my gosh, don't ever Google grandmas at a party because it just happened to me a couple of weeks ago and it was not. Um, is yeah, it, some is wild it, images. Gals, it's grandmas, grandmas taking it to the next level. Yeah, taking it. To, they're extra. Oh, oh. they're all kinds of extra. Whoa. Yeah, don't ever do it. You just can't like, unsee that. Just and like I, those couples. And who, I did it at work. Oh, oh, on top of it with, yeah, my team in the room. Cause yeah. I, we were taught how to meet. I'm like, I got to make this invitation. Yeah. And uh, anyways, it popped up. I'm like, what are you well, looking the, at? Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, that's like, why I said that because uh, we have a friend who, was it him or his boss, mm-hmm. Googled this one thing that they wear as um, oh, linemen. Yeah. As and that's what popped up. They're linemen, so elect. Uh, you know those. There's a lineman school that go up off the of pole. Marin Road. They, oh, they yeah, put yeah. on telephone poles. They're called yeah, linemen. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, there's a school, and so one of the professors, and they have they have a they have these things that go over their boots to help them climb these poles. Anyway, right? and so he was googling so. that, and that is what came up <laughs> in his class. Thing. As he's teaching in the class. class. <laughs> oh man, uh, circling uh, back to awesome. that. Are we, are we gonna Google it? Yeah. Oh, oh what are they called? Yeah. Text him. Anyway, yeah, speaking of like yeah, things you don't accidentally Google. googling yeah. and then having everybody else. He's like, "Oh, that was not what I was searching for." Yeah, grandma's <laughs> at a party will get you fired and get you a virus at the work computer. That's funny. My I computer's can't. never been the same. Uh, uh, it's I think been it's pretty called slow. Gaffs. 
G-A-F-F, G-A-F-F-S. That's interesting that it could be Gaff. such different things. Yeah. That, no, those I know. are two very know, different like, things. And who's Googling he, that? And, Why? And, and what he said is, because if you put it, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Got a we have a poltergeist here. What? <laughs> yeah, that was a ghost. Uh, let's see here. If you go on Amazon. So if you Google it on, if you just Google it, there it's called gaffs, and it's these things that go over like kind of uh, like a bull riding thing. Uh, uh, but if you Google on Amazon, but if you oh, Google on Amazon, so here you go. Um, <laughs> Let's see this. Don't sue me, but uh, so oh. if there are a pair of panties that look like it, what that makes a silhouette oh. of a vagina. And you can oh. pick, and you can actually pick the shape. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah. small, medium, or large, or three X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the underwear size? Well, or is that the? <laughs> that's, oh, that's, <laughs> it made me confused. Oh. All I know is I have a good return policy. Oh. <laughs> So, gas. But there's no free return on this. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah, no. No free return yeah. right, once it comes oh, out of the package. Interesting. Yeah, gas. Wow. But if you type in gas on Google, there's these like leather things that go it's over weird. your boot to help yeah. you climb. You know. Amazon's like, that's not what it but is. But you know what? 17 Step bucks is a steal. That is a steal. But there's no return in case it doesn't fit or it's not the shape that you want. But you have to buy that's like kind four. Of a bummer. It's a bummer. But I'm yeah. so glad that they're stepping it up for, yeah. the, for everyone. It's another yeah. game. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Inclusion. It's, 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 it's very important. All right. Definitely. Where do we go from gaffes? Well, <laughs> we can't. Do, do we just wrap it up? I think I think it's a I think it's a safe place to wrap it up, just to let people soak that in. Yeah, um, guys. Really then, gone like full circle above and beyond. Above, and beyond. Yeah. above and beyond. This is this is great. Beautiful, this, beautiful. This is exactly <laughs> what next door neighbors is about. <laughs> Uh, it is what next door neighbors would talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly. Michonne McNeil, thank you so much for coming. Tell thank people you guys where they so can much. find you. Uh, so you can follow us uh, on uh, Instagram at intentionally disruptive. Also intentionally uh, intentionally disruptive.com. We're on there as well. There's our mm-hmm. vocal lessons kicking in yeah, right there. Look at that. It's like, yeah, yeah. There. there we go. Intentionally <laughs> disruptive. <laughs> and we're done. Vocal <laughs> lessons. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Yes, thank guys. Thank you. It was so great. Us. So much thanks. fun. Bye. Bye.